Hello again, all you listeners out there. It's that time again. Time for the Game Source Podcast. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Uh, back soon. Um, Angry Nick, unfortunately, is just like the Angry Birds right now and flown away for a little while. Uh, couldn't make it with us today, but I have here in the studio, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You sound almost as eager as uh, Nick was last week. And yeah. uh, and the lovely Sam. What's up, guys? And, need I mention, it's another beautiful day in paradise. Always got to start off the show with that. Um, thanks for listening, first off. Remember, you can catch us on www.yourgamesource.com. Catch our reviews, the latest news, insights, videos... Um, also, as well, you can catch us on our Facebook page, like us on on Game Source, and our Twitter account is Survey Says, well, at Game Source, and uh, last but not least, yourgamesource.com, the entire word on YouTube. Um, let's get to the news. Okay, the news for today it starts off like this: Gamescom 2011, last week in Germany. And over 275,000 people attended this. Now, if you compare that to E3, it's kind of different because E3 is closed to the to the general public. Gamescom is wide open to the public, um, so it, it has a different audience. It's more consumer based. So a lot of uh, developers and pr- uh, production people were there. Um, mainly, Sony and EA seem to uh, take to the forefront uh, as far as showing off what they have to offer. And Sony started Gamescom last week by announcing a huge price cut on not one, but both of their systems. The 160 gigabyte and the 320 gigabyte. And the 320 is two ninety nine ninety nine. And for this holiday season, I believe, uh, from what I hear, that um, there's going to be a limited edition Infamous 2 bundle also at two ninety nine ninety nine, which is three hundred twenty gigs, has Infamous two and thirty days of PlayStation Plus included in the bundle. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? As far as Sony's moves and the new bundle coming out, it's a limited edition, supposedly. So I just think with that limited edition, like why pick that game? It's been out for a while. Like, um, I, you think they do something new? I just think they still want to push some sales on it. Um, it's not a year old. It's only it did come out in June, but it's still something that's kind of fresh. Maybe Chris, I mean you've played it extensively, correct? Oh yeah. Is this yeah. something? Is this something that should have been included in the bundle? In a way, I think so. Um, I, I just don't know whether it was. Uh, it, whether they could have had a better game or not, it's just a another game that's in there. So I think if they had done the bundle in June, then that would have been a great idea. But I just think it's weird how they're picking a game that's been released for a while. What do you think about the fifty dollars price cut on both systems as a whole? You think it's not enough? You think it's too um, much? I don't funny. think it's ever going to hit two hundred. I don't think it would ever drop Dude, that much, especially with Blu-ray player. Fifty twenty. 250 is fine. I didn't even like. I don't think they really needed it. Well, loyalty-wise, they probably do because they've got to win everybody back. But I think it's a good idea, if not unnecessary. Uh, I think it was a good idea to get, at least before the holiday season, similar to what Nintendo did with the 3DS. 
Um, I still like, like you guys said, it, it's a great value. Uh, still the best and most versatile th- uh, Blu-ray player on the market. Um, nothing else can compare to it uh, as far as an entire entertainment system right now. And at two, starting at two fifty, I think it's a very good value. And I think people, if you don't have one, I think it's time that you strongly consider getting one uh, pretty soon. You guys agree? Definitely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, going go ahead, Chris. This, going back to Nintendo, actually, I don't know if you guys heard as well, but I just wanted to throw in that uh, the 3DS is also trying to push out its newest color. Oh, oh yeah. Does the red one come out? Yeah. When does that come out? September 9th. I I have a red of everything else, so there I've been go. waiting on picking one up. And with the price drop and a red one coming out, I don't know how much longer I can wait. But there's yeah. also rumors um, that around September 13th to 15th that Nintendo is going to be making some uh, major announcements. And one possible change is a 3DS modification of some type. So... We'll have to see and wait what happens uh, there, but uh, a red 3DS at 169 sounds like a good deal. It's, it's already out in Japan. I know that. Oh, red. yeah. So well, I'm just waiting for it to come here. Yep. I'm thinking the modification will be a 3DS XL, XL or something. Already? Something like well, obviously, after what happened uh, earlier this year with the release, the tepid launch lineup, and the the sales that were disappointing, uh, Nintendo's got to answer to to a lot of shareholders that are used to quite a bit of success that they've had over the past few years. So, um, Nintendo could be making some drastic moves in order to try and uh, combat the Vita, which is going to come out in Japan later this year. So. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, although it's still getting very interesting in the handheld wars. And speaking of wars, the war words between Battlefield 3 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 continued, uh, even over Gamescom 2011, uh, where some of the heads of, of Electronic Arts and also as well Activision got in heated debate as far as uh, not only the status of what Battlefield 3 and how well it will do, or how it will do against Call of Duty. Um, obviously, both products are going to be great. If you have a chance to hit our front page at www.yourgamesource.com, you're going to see that amazing Battlefield 3 Caspian Border gameplay preview, which I believe, in my opinion, is got to be the trailer of the year so far, because it is just truly a tremendous, tremendous video. Probably shot on a PC, so PS3 360 owners... So hold fast on that, because I'm not sure if it's uh, going to look quite as good yet on it. But uh, it is definitely something to see, and I hope you get to catch it. But that leads to the war words between the two companies, EA and Activision. And the insults are flying as far as uh, each game. But not only just each game, but it gets it seems to be getting more deeper inside as far as to name-calling and and the fact that the uh, EA head is told told industry gamers that they'd like to see the Call of Duty rot from the core, quote unquote. Um, Activision's uh, VP fired back that no company should hope to see another fail for the sake of the industry's health. But then EA told the VP of Activision to essentially quit whining and and that this is the big league. So so what do you guys think? Is this spicing up the competition? Is this spicing everything up for for you know the sales coming in late October and early November for both games? What do you think? Or is it just too much name calling? 
I think fanboys will be fanboys. You're with big name games like that. You're always gonna have that kind of name calling stuff. Um, between the two games, I think it's just different audiences. Really, I mean, Call of Duty has their fans. Battlefield is they're really different games. I know a lot of people probably won't think so, but for what they're worth, they are really different. I just think there's always going to be that stupid name calling because I like game A and game A is so much better, even though I've never touched game B. It's always going to happen. Chris? I, I think that the whole like which one is better kind of deal is left up to what you want to do. If you want to blow up anything you see in sight and shoot grenades across the map and tomahawks and uh, play, basically play with no skill, you can do that, and that's what you're a Call of Duty fan. And if you want tactical teamwork and destructive uh, uh, environment and vehicle driving, then you're a, most likely a Battlefield fan. And no matter which way you put it, that's exactly what they are. That's the truth, not a, not a which one is better. Well, to me, it gets, you know, a little bit adolescent in the way that each two are handling each other. I understand we're talking about millions of sales here um, and potentially hundreds of millions of dollars in far as revenue and the balance here. So I understand the weight of it, but it really gets to a little bit uh, ticky-tack, name-calling. Just, you know, it doesn't dissuade me as a consumer from buying both games, but it just... You know, gives the consumer a little bit of a bad taste in the mouth for both companies as far as the way they're handling the situation. And last but not least in the news bit, bits, just heard today. And what a surprise it is. No, I'm just actually kidding. It's not much of a surprise, but Star Wars Connect and the Star Wars Connect bundle has been, guess what, delayed to 2012. I'm still crying. No I know. No release date has been set uh, in 2012 for it, but uh, it ha- was officially delayed today, as long as, uh, as well as with the bundle that was uh, going to incorporate it as well as Connect um, and into a whole Star Wars Connect theme uh, bundle. That has been delayed to 2012 as well. So I, I know, Sam, it sounds like you're very upset about this. Please tell us your thoughts. Um, well, I'm upset and excited at the same time. I'm excited because I have a little bit more time to scrounge that 450 together. <laughs> but, uh, honestly, I'm, it's just so cool. It's an R2-D2 Xbox. It makes R2-D2 sound. I don't care about Xbox Connect, the Connect game. I don't really care. I want that Xbox. I want the R2-D2 Xbox. I want the C3PO controller. And now I just have to wait a little bit longer for it. Chris? You are the Connect Master, so I've already got Connect. I don't really need another one. If anything, I need that Gears of War console. But that looks pretty uh, sick too. But well, what uh, about that game? What about the Star Wars Connect game being delayed? Was, was it something you were actually well, really looking forward to for this holiday season? It looked fun. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was uh, it was a Gears of War, Call of Duty, Halo comparison, but it was a. Uh, it looked like it'd be. It had potential for something good. I don't know if they're pushing back the game specifically to enhance the game or just because they don't want to sell it before Christmas. Okay, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I just think it's weird that that would have been a great Christmas. I was gonna. That, that's a great Christmas present. Oh, like yeah. I don't know why they would. Everyone wanted that console for Christmas. It was just a like 
thousands of people are saying, hey, I just want an Xbox for this Kinect and this whole Star Wars thing because I'm a Star Wars fan. Well, uh, uh, I agree with you about the game. I think, uh, you know, despite what Nick has said in the past regarding it, because he, uh, he clearly thought the game was not ready at E3, I think it did have its moments where it kind of looked uh, uh, like it had a lot of promise. And uh, I, I hope that this, they'll take this extra time to polish it and to make it uh, something that, that all the fanboys, such as myself, um, and obviously you two, um, make it into a, a game worth uh, purchasing along with the system. So I've got a perfectly fine working Xbox, and even if it still works when that one comes out, I'm still going to buy it. There well, you I've go. got two, and I was planning on getting a Gears of War one, but then I realized <laughs> I need to save my money. Well, uh, it looks like uh, we're all going to be saving up for some good stuff this holiday season. And well, uh, that... Oh, go ahead. One thing that, that I'm going to get, though, it's the... Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but certain stores are, are selling a life-size Lancer. <laughs> oh, that's sick. And it's it's kind of costly, but you know what? I want one. I, I feel like if you got that, you would love it more than any child you ever had. Yeah, true. And uh, when you get it, He's going to post the pictures online at yourgamesource.com. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, oh, hoping, cho- hopefully, hopefully, chopping my head off. So, I'll do that. There you go. You know, That'd be I, I'll get one just me holding it, and then the next one you'll see Gerald with a bunch of ketchup on the floor or something like that. Well, uh, if you've seen the pictures online at www.yourgamesource.com, you've seen me beaten up by Nathan Drake, you've seen me shot at by stormtroopers and aliens, you've seen me almost beheaded by uh, Blood Rain, and omnibladed by a female uh, shepherd. So You don't have many friends in the, the gaming cult. industry, do you, Gerald? Not as of yet, but I hope to uh, get some at a future date. But uh, <laughs> we'll leave it right there for the news. Um, after the break, we're going to review uh, two of the latest games out on the market, Deus Ex, Human Revolution, and El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron, right after this. And we're back here at the Game Source podcast, only from your friends at yourgamesource.com. It's Gerald, Yes, Elvis Lives, along with Chris and Sam, Killer X Wolf, and Killer Seven. X-Wolf. And seven Valkyrie. What happened to six? Uh, we don't talk about that. Okay, uh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yes. one through six. It's a very sensitive subject. She got a hold of the Lancer, I guess, before you did. <laughs> well, right now we're going to cover reviews on Deus Ex, Human Revolution, and El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron. We'll start with Deus Ex, Human Revolution. And uh, I got a chance to play extensively with the game uh, in the past 10 days. And Can we clarify really quick? Can you say that uh, pronunciation one more time just to set everybody straight? Deus Ex, okay. Human just... Revolution. No, that's, that's quite all right because, you know, uh, uh, Nick has been having a problem with that uh, pronunciation for quite some time. So God bless you, Nick, wherever you're at right now. But... Uh, so if you sure. spell it out, it's like day, D-A-Y, us, U-S, and then X, like the letters. Well, there you go. Just A-S-X. But um, it's been getting great reviews and has a high Metacritic store in the high 80s right now. But uh, for me, I gave it a 7.5. Um, I don't see 
everything into the hype in it, I think it's a very good game. Let me start that off. I think it's a very good game. It's not a great game. It does a lot of things very well, and that's why I gave it the score I did. Um, basically, it's a first-person shooter with a whole bunch of RPG elements, some stealth, some shooting, and then also as well conversationalists. Uh, you, you can go with conversation trees. It has a little bit of that. Uh, it has a story that's based in almost like a Robocop, uh, Blade Runner type future. Um, in fact, if you go to Detroit and you, spoilers here, you stop by the police station in Detroit, you may see someone a little bit familiar from a movie long, 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 long ago that I just mentioned. Um, but basically, uh, it's about a tw- fifteen to twenty-hour game. Um, trying to your your protagonist is trying to get uh, a hold of who is trying to uh, d- destroy the company that he was working for, um, and it's because it's because his company was on the verge of of making this augmentation uh, reality. Uh, for augmentation parts and, and and becoming on the cusp of something that was going to to radically change the whole uh, environment, the scientific breakthrough beyond description, uh, which you know you haven't heard that before from any game, but um, basically he spends uh, like I said a fifteen to twenty hour trek um, with depending on whether you want to do various side quests, uh, do you want to do a lot of backtracking. Um, on, and discover the whole story on who exactly is behind uh, the destruction of his company um, and also who is behind uh, trying to stop the augmentation uh, of, well, basically the human society uh, that, that takes place in this time era uh, from taking place. And uh, like I said, it's very good at what it tries to do, but none of it's great. The story, if you try to follow it long, um, it's, it's reasonable. Uh, has some rough patches, um, when you, especially when you try to use the conversation tree. Um, the fighting itself, the shooting, the AI is a little bit underwhelming, but the shooting technique itself is very fluid, and it's very good. Um, the stealthing aspect, um, I kind of like the Tom Clancy stealth uh, games a little bit more, but uh, this, as far as the options of whether you could, wanted to do just uh, um, a knockout or do you want to do a full kill as far as a stealth kill, uh, the different options and the different uh, benefits and disadvantages of, of which option that you choose, I like that aspect of it. Um, the loading times, especially if you're a 360 owner, uh, be warned that it is best if you install it into your hard drive because the, the loading times can be really really lengthy um, the graphics uh, for the most part I found a little bit underwhelming as well so overall like I said it, it's, a, it's a long game it's a thorough game the RPG and what you can do with your augmentations because you become an augmented individual yourself and what you can do as far as the abilities that you can you can get once you you get enough kills once you get enough beat enough people up once you you Get, go along in the story um, really progresses and that part I found to be the most desirable so like I said it's a game that I think people should play out there but I don't think they're going to fall in love with it the way that a lot of the critics are at this point in time 
So I know, Chris, you were asking about the Deus Ex. I think it's a game that you should try. And I think it's a game you will like, but I don't think it's a game that you're going to fall in love with, per se. Uh, El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron, I also gave that a 7.5. Um, this game, the art style, I, I truly liked. Uh, I thought it was a truly a beautiful-looking game. Uh, it's based on the Book of Enoch, and and you're, you're trying to battle archangels and trying to get them to... Uh, as far as to get them back into the fold, so to speak, um, the story itself uh, it, it's has some Japanese influence into it, and I like that aspect of it. As far as the the colors, the themes, um, and the actual story, um, and I, I really like that aspect of it, and and also as well the look of it. Um, where it seems to fall a little bit is the gameplay. Uh, because it seems to get into a rudimentary hack and slash, which I know Chris and Sam, both of you have seen before. In fact, you saw something very similar to this in Alice uh, in Alice Madness Returns that you had talked about on a previous podcast. Um, I would compare it very, very much to that title. Um, I think it's a little bit of a prettier title, a little bit deeper title than that, but it has a lot of the same aspects as far as platforming and hack and slash gameplay. Gameplay. So, um, those are my reviews of uh, those two games. If you want to check out uh, exactly any more information on it, just check us out at www.yourgamesource.com. But after the break, we're going to go and go to the Round Table of Doom. The Round Table of Doom. And this uh, week, we may have a special, special issue uh, to cover on that right after the break. Thanks for listening. Yes, and it is that time for the Roundtable of Doom. And it's a special broadcast. Uh, it's a special roundtable, actually, this week. And the reason why was, uh, as mentioned, if you guys listened to the previous podcast on YourGameSource.com, Sam and Chris very much wanted to talk about the subject, and that was Star Wars The Old Republic. So we decided to do this special broadcast today and include this special roundtable Doom on... The upcoming MMO, uh, which we're still not sure of a, a release date, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic from EA and Bioware. And, uh, well, my question goes out to you guys before I turn it over to both of you. Um, you know, I want your opinions and thoughts, but uh, in, in a synopsis, you know, maybe how good is it going to be? Can it compete with, with WoW, World of Warcraft? Uh, what do you think it's going to cost as far as on a yearly basis, on a monthly basis, 
And finally, the the ever you know lasting question uh, is when do you think it will come out? Because that seems to be the sixty four thousand dollar question everybody's asking. So uh, I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Uh, and Sam and Chris, I'm going to turn it over to you on Star Wars: The Old Republic. I don't even know where to start. It's going to be awesome. Like, well, when you first heard it was coming out, what did you think? Well, in my honest opinion, when I first found out it was going to be an MMO, I was slightly disappointed because I was waiting for Knights of the Old Republic three to, in addition to the one of those come out like two, early two thousand, the Old Republic uh, RPG games. Yes, so in the first, early two thousands for Xbox. Yes. Yeah, so I was initially bummed out because I wasn't really into MMOs at the time. And I love the Old Republic game, so I'm like, why couldn't they have made Old Republic 3? Would have been so much better. But as time went on, um, I started getting into MMOs and started to get sick of WoW, and I'm like, this is going to be uh, pretty cool. Chris? Well, that's all you have to say about it? You, you just think it's Well, I don't want to just... I could. You want me to talk for 15 minutes and then let you talk? <laughs> you, said, you said before in a previous podcast... Uh, to give you the floor on it, so you have the floor. This is your time. Uh, you can tell oh, us no, I'm exactly. Not gonna... I mean, if you wanted me to go off of, on Gears of War three, I wouldn't even give you a chance to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna try to so- show some self control and maybe let you let you talk for a little bit before I completely take it away. Okay, I see what you're saying. So use your time wisely because uh, I will be dominating. Well, thank you for the warning, though. Thank you for the warning. <laughs> I see, I'm being timed. Let's start the timer. All right. Uh, <laughs> In my opinion, it's it's going to be another game. That's all they're going to do. Uh, it's not going to be a WoW. It's not going to be a WoW killer. It's oh, this should be, be fun. It's going to be just like Rift. It's going to be just like any other game that has come out that said they were going to compete with WoW. And I know, if I may, you were looking forward to Rift. I mean, when we got to first know each other... Uh, uh, and I got to know your background and interest in gaming, and we went to CES, you were definitely looking forward to Rift. Is that oh, not yeah. correct? That is 100% correct, because Rift looked like an amazing, amazingly graphic uh, version of WoW, and it had all the potential to be good. The, the thing that just killed it was that it wasn't as big, wasn't as wide open. As soon as you reached the max level, which was like 30... Uh, you were done, and it had no replay value after 30, so you just create as many characters, get to 30, and you're done. Uh, maybe it's because WoW has had so much time to build up. It's most likely what it is. Um, and the Warcraft series itself is just ridiculously enormous. Uh, they've built up since, like, 2000, uh, or before that, even, and... No offense, but the Star Wars, like joining the MMO art, like RPG type styles, it's if it does eat WoW, it's gonna be once WoW finally loses all of its interest. And uh, I'm thinking a good maybe five, ten years before that even peaks down uh, for WoW. So Star Wars, unfortunately, I'm not gonna give it a, a thumbs up up until up until uh. Wow's actually gone. Well, I hear you seething in the background over there. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. All right. Well, as far as in compar- the thing with Rift was, wasn't Rift free? No. To play? No, the beta was, but that was oh, it. Okay. The full but, version okay. fifteen dollars a month, just like Wow. 
And that, and you can't exactly blame Chris because you know there's been ten you know tens almost tens of thousands it seems like MMOs that have said we're better than yeah War. like uh, there was more Warhammer was the one came close or it was yeah. supposed to. The thing with WoW now is I don't think you really play anymore, Chris. Or have mm-hmm. you, did you ever? I I did, but then it got too addicting that I had to quit before I got sucked in. Okay, well, what's going on now is if you keep up, uh, WoW is kind of, like you said, it kind of hit its peak, and I know you said you're waiting for its downward spiral. It's actually happening. Once Cataclysm came out, um, it hit. It took a lot, big hit to numbers. Like, it's actually not doing as well as it once was, um, because there's a huge patch that came out when Cataclysm came out that changed everything. Um, a lot of people felt that it wasn't changed for the better, so a lot of people have quit. Dumbers have significantly dropped from what it once was in its prime. Um, I know personally, just the com- with the company I keep, um, people are just looking for something different. Uh, WoW's been around for a while. I mean, there's been a bunch of expansion packs, but for the most part, it's just it has, it's nothing new. I mean, yeah, there's new dungeons, there's new areas to go to, there's new classes, but... I mean, like you said with uh, with Rift, once you hit level 30, you know, you just kind of start over. I know once you hit 85, you can do a bunch of stuff, but, you know, you can only do so much. I mean, I'm not that seasoned of a WoW player. I have one character that's level 85. I've done, you know, I've scratched the surface of what you could do WoW, but, like, just the company I keep getting kind of bored. A lot of the people who used to play really hardcore don't play as much as they used to if they play at all. So a lot of people are waiting for older public because a it's star wars which as any nerd can say i mean it's a star wars universe what could be cooler than that but the thing with older public is just like there have been star wars games like there's been the older public games you could pick your different classes but it's such an immersive idea i mean you, you pick your character class and you get to go through this entire world it's not on a as much of a track as, you know, the linearity of the RPG games or really any Star Wars game. I just... I feel like the timing is people are kind of getting bored of WoW and they need something else to put their whole life into. I just, like... My brain is just going in, like, 50 different directions right now because there's so many things I want to say. I just... First of all, um, what I think is amazing with it, which I haven't seen in action yet, well, technically, is um, how everything's voice acted. It's not just you see a character and they say the same phrase over and over again. It's just like each character is going to have its own unique characteristic. Like they're going to have their own voice. Everybody's going to be individual from each other. I think that's going to definitely add to the immersion factor just because you're not hearing the same voice every 15 seconds. Um, Oh my god, there's so many tangents I want to go off on. And I'm sorry if I'm talking really, really fast. There's so many things I want to say. That's okay. Um, you know, we can just hear exactly, you know, how You can, you can edit is. it and you can slow it down. No, no, also- it just, uh, it just, it just uh, you know, shows exactly how much you really care about yeah. this game. Um, what's also incredibly helpful is, like, you, is you get companions on your ship. So, like, if you're a healer, then what you do is you, like, take one of your companions who's a tank and take somebody who's like DPS and it's like and wow if you were trying to level up a healer it was always it would always kind of suck like you'd either have to like find somebody else to play with but with this like the thing with wow is 
as you get higher up, like, you can't play by yourself. Like, it just gets boring when you play by yourself. So, like, when you're playing maybe, like, a ranged character, it's just, like, it's hard to level that up by yourself because you're a ranged character. But if in Old Republic, if you're like, oh, I'm going to be a healer, then you pick a tank to come with you so he tanks for you instead of just having to, you know, do it by yourself. I just think... exactly like WoW, though. It, you always had to find someone to help you out with it. I know, but, but in, in Old Republic, you don't need a real person. You have companions. Like, in the oh. original Old Republic games, like, you had your ship full of people. Like, it's an NPC, technically. And they have... And they're, like, a party, a part of your party. Like, they would in the Old Republic games. Um, with, uh, with questing, uh, I have a friend at work. I haven't... I applied for the beta... Um, but you have to comp- you have to submit your computer spec for it, and I don't. I play on a laptop. I don't really have that fancy of a computer, so I haven't heard anything yet. I have already pre-ordered it though. But a, a guy I work with has been doing the beta, and he has said nothing but good things about it. He says it's just like the original RPG games, and it's Star Wars. I mean, people love Star Wars. I just, but I was in. How many? Okay, it was announced in like 2009. I was a senior in high school. I was. Ta- I remember talking to one of my friends, and we made the prediction in 2009 that Old Republic would surpass WoW. That was our prediction two years ago. It's still my prediction now. Fair enough. I, I don't think it could have been any uh, plainer said than that. And Chris, uh, any last thoughts on it? Um. No, she made some good arguments. I'm not. I'm not going to say she's wrong because I. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not looking in the future right now, so I can't tell if she's going to be right. If she's going to be wrong. Uh, she could be clairvoyant. You never know. Yeah, true. One hundred percent true. There's a. Uh, there's no way to actually tell until the game's out, and you see everyone buying it. Uh, I mean, a lot of games get a lot of popularity out there, but then you never know just uh, how how small it could be, because mm-hmm. another game I just want to throw out there is uh, what was it? DC Universe. Oh, yeah, that... Which was apparently supposed to be big. Oh, plays with superheroes, like Superman and Batman and everything else like that, and in all honesty, it was a big hype, but a mm-hmm. big dud. But there's also Champions Online, there was, you know, there's so many, th- you I know, just from the Matrix to to Conan, to, you yeah. know, Lord of the Rings, you name it, you know. Like, like, literally, there's just so many, super- there's just too many WoW supposed killers that it's it's hard to trust any of them right now. Like, I think superheroes are kind of like the it thing right now, like, superheroes are cool now, like, all the superhero movies are coming out, and all this, so I think that was it's just kind of a fad right now, but Star Wars has been... Around, I think it just has more depth to their fan base. Like, I mean, there is, are the, be- is the fan base too old? If I may ask, because um, I mean, I understand there, such as yourself, younger audiences, but because there hasn't been a Star Wars movie now in you know a, a few years, and the real most uh, popular of the series has still we're still going on back in the eighties. I mean, does that does that make the number of people interested in the product less than maybe if it was brought out 10 years ago perhaps yes and no I, I honestly if you'd have to give me a chart of you know just the 
spread out of the age groups that are still loving Star Wars. Like, I know right now, like, this whole Clone Wars thing is going on. I think it's really dumb, honestly. I'm excited for Older Public because it takes it back to its roots. So, like, mm-hmm. honestly, I haven't been following Star Wars stuff recently because it's kind of... Well, I just, yeah. agree with, I just agree with Chris and the fact that, you know, so many of these wild killers have come out with every kind of theme imaginable and WoW's still standing. Yes, I do agree with you, and I've seen the numbers that WoW's uh, subscriptions have decreased um, by a marketable percentage in the last year. And I know, like you said, they are at a current a downslide, but you're still talking well over 11 million subscri- subscriptions each and every month, playing to it. Um, and I, but, like, I, one of those people is me, and I'm just still playing it because it's there. But I will tell you this. From what I've seen, and we're actually going to put videos up later this week on yourgamesource.com in our video section. I will post some videos uh, of uh, this game in action, Star Wars Field Republic. Um, I will tell you, of any of these supposed wild killers that have ever tried to come out, this will be the most well-produced, uh, this will be the most well-funded, and this will be the most well-polished. Now, you're still going to have your, your bugs when it comes, initially comes out, when all the people start getting onto the servers and whatnot, but I still think of all the wild killers that uh, it will have all those aspects and will be set up the best to compete with WoW. And that's also one point I did fail to make. It's a Bioware game. Give me one Bioware game that sucked. <laughs> like, I dare, I dare you. But, that's, uh, that's true. I have uh, Mr. Shepard, a six-foot-tall Mr. Shepard, looking at me right now saying... Yeah, uh, ask him. <laughs> yes. But I just think, like, uh, like I said, it's going to be the well, most well-set-up to, to compete with WoW. Whether it does or not whether it finally gets that turnover base in, let's say, a year, two years to, to be on par with it subscription-wise, I think I'll wait and see. I think, in just short summary, if, it do, if and when it does do better than WoW, it's going to be because of its timing, because WoW is kind of slumping right now, and because of the depth of a fan base. Chris? Just, uh, I'm kind of like done with the whole thing. I, there's nothing bad more that I can say, and there's nothing good I can really say. You guys have basically said everything for it. Uh, my, my last thing I have to say about it is let's just wait. That's all we can do. I agree. I agree. Uh, so let's wait until uh, Whenever. 2012. Yeah, now that it's 2012, and it's just going to make more people mad. So what, what uh, time frame do you think it's going to come out, Sam? Um, I, I say I say summer of 2012. Part of me wonders if um, the Xbox, like, I don't think they'd want to release them too close together because then that's like a whole lot of Star Wars at once. So I don't know which one they're going to release first mm. and then how far apart the two will be. Because I don't think it would be a good idea to release them together. That's too much Star Wars at once, and I think one could overshadow the other, and I don't think they'd want to do that. So, to me, it would, I don't... I think they would release the console first. Maybe that would be quarter one, and then Old Republic quarter two, early quarter three. Fair enough. That's Fair my enough. guess. 
I think reverse. I think Old Republic is going to be doing much better, so they might want to get that one out first. It just depends uh, on why they con- delayed each of them, honestly. Well, it's just mainly the console. Uh, not only... I don't think it was their choice. I think it was Microsoft's choice because of the fact that there's a Gears of War console coming out a month before or two months before. Um, coming out with so many limited edition consoles at once just seems to ruin its purpose of limited edition. <laughs> so maybe... So, the uh, Star Wars one like holiday of next year that's what I was thinking is they'll push it back one more year enhance the game by tenfold and then it'll make it extremely uh, it'll be worth 450 well I guess it's gonna I guess it's gonna have to be wait and see so alright I think that does it for the round table of doom 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 there you go. Doom. Very threatening. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll be right back. Yahoo! You're all clear, kid! Inform the commander that Lord Vader's shuttle has arrived. We're back, uh, trying to wrap it up here at uh, your podcast on yourgamesource.com. Uh, Chris and Sam, um, I do want to thank you for coming on the show today. Um, it's been a spirited talk on Star Wars, indeed. Um, you guys didn't even mention the Blu-ray is coming out very soon. So. Oh, yeah. When is uh, that? Um, uh, September, mid-September, am I, am I wrong on that? I can oh, look I think it up. It's September. Let's see. Uh, wait, what are we talking about? The Star, Star Wars, Wars Blu-rays. Oh, September twelfth, I believe. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, I believe I could be off by like three days, but it's that something. That is something definitely look forward to. And uh, along with that, there's going to be uh, quite a few games coming out. Uh, this is now finally, finally for all gamers out there like us. It is the time of year to start being interested again in current video games uh, because there's there's starting to trickle out two three at a time. Uh, next week we've got Madden Annual Edition. Uh, also we've got Body Count. Uh, next week after that we've got Resistance Three. We've got Dead Island. Uh, we've also got uh, something that you mentioned earlier to us before the sh- before the shoot. Uh, Rise of Nightmares, Chris, uh, coming out for Connect, which uh, is going to be a totally abstract title from what Connect has done before previously. Oh, yeah. uh, the Star Fox 64 for the 3DX, finally that's going to come out. Uh, we've got uh, redos for Resident Evil 4 and, and the God of War Origins games coming out for PS3. Uh, we've got a new Kirby game coming out for the DS, um, and and quite a bit more. So it's starting to get interesting. Uh, you know, I mentioned Warhammer, uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand, Space Marine. Oh my gosh, how could I yeah. forget that coming out on the sixth as well? So, um, all um, these games. Let you guys know, uh, the sixteenth is Star Wars Blu-ray. Sorry, I was okay. off by days like I thought. Well, I need to know because that's uh, I'm definitely going to be on that series. So, I'll okay. go, it's gonna that's why I have a pre-order up. 
Yeah, just, I was going to say, a lot of places are taking pre-orders because they're not getting a whole bunch of them in, considering they're going to be like 90 bucks. Uh, uh, I just was trying to find it. Uh, as I told you guys, I was just trying to find a pre-order of the Uncharted Collection, which we'd reported here first on YourGameSource.com, or one of the first, I should say. So, but no uh, place has it yet. So no, Amazon had it for pre-order for a little while. Um, unfortunately, GameStop had no clue what I was talking about when I asked them and inquired, and uh, it wasn't until I had spoken to individuals at Best Buy, <laughs> Chris. Uh, about uh, you know about the status of that, so I, I look forward to that getting that because I heard it's going to have some uh, Uncharted Three goodies as well. So, but all those games are going to be covered in detail on yoursource dot com. Um, please check out our site. Uh, also check out our blogs. Uh, I've got one coming up in the next few days, and I know Sam and Chris have got new ones coming up down the pike as well. Isn't that right, guys? You know it. Oh, with Gears of War 3 coming out, Resistance 3, Dead Island, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of good things to talk about and write about. Um, we're going to try and do a video shoot uh, sometime in the next couple weeks. If we can't coordinate that, we're definitely going to stick to our uh, and have those audio podcasts out, which you can get right here on YourGameSource.com and also as well uh, on iTunes. Just check us out at Game Source Podcast, then you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, also as well, check us out on Twitter at GameSource, where we constantly make updates, and our Facebook page, uh, GameSource, of course, and also as well, our YouTube page, which we have a lot of great videos of all the games that are coming out this winter uh, at yourgamesource.com, the entire world, uh, entire word, I should say. So, uh, any last thoughts from you guys uh, on what's coming up? Uh, no, just uh, waiting for them to all come out and everything like that. There's going to be some big things, just like you were saying. Uh, right now, just waiting another 26 days. Well, I know I had asked. I know I had asked you uh, your thoughts uh, when you, uh, on a blog uh, for your your thoughts coming up on the uh, the Gears universe and where do you think it'll go. Um, yeah. That's still something that you might like to touch on. Of of course, uh, there's going to be a new blog up on my page, and it's going to be talking, of course, about my favorite uh, game series, Gears of War. And that's, and for, that's for Killer X Wolf's blog, right there. Yeah, and, and you'll only find it at yourgamesource.com. Uh, that's but true. Seven Docker as well. I got to check her blog out. <laughs> I love how you put that quote about my uh, top twenty list, twenty-five list on there. Yes, you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, that made me laugh. <laughs> well, uh, uh, yeah, the biggest thing with it is I want to tell people my opinions, but I want to know what everyone else thinks. So I, if you guys could email at yourgamesource at yahoo.com, that would be the point. biggest excellent. thing. Excellent, excellent. You're right. And uh, hopefully we can, uh, on the next podcast, read some of those questions out uh, and over the air and also post online if the, if you guys wish. So I would love to call for that for uh, Old Republic, too, if we could. Uh, I mean, you guys have heard. I could probably, I'll probably write something up, too, just so my thoughts are a little more organized. But, um, yeah, Absolutely. got people who disagree with me, go for it. Yes, or agree with me. That would be welcome, too. That's emailing us at yourgamesource at yahoo.com. And I know that that'd be awesome because I do want to read a blog from you regarding your thoughts entirely on uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Because, like I said, uh, it's something that uh, definitely the uh, gamers out there are looking forward to. 
Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Um, thank you again for listening. Um, for Chris, your Killer X Wolf, the one and only. And for Sam, the Seventh Valkyrie. Not to be confused with Valkyries one through six. <laughs> or you get a Lancer through the heart. Yeah. And one last thing before we pull out. Uh, sure. I just wanted to let you guys know that nobody knows this until now that uh, I've actually recruited a new member to our team. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, that's I wanted awesome. to let you guys know during during this live podcast right now. And uh, I've got someone, he's uh, he's actually doing his own kind of spin on Deus Ex to email to you. He's probably going to have it up to you maybe by tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I've got a guy, and well, then he's I'll very have... interested in it. He's checked out our website. Does this guy have a name? He does have a name, but you're not going to know it. Uh, no, his name is Corey. Well, let him uh, let him know if he'd like to. If he's going to do that on a regular basis, we'll actually build an entire page specifically for him and for anyone out there who wants to do contribute to us for Seven Valkyrie for Killer X Wolf. We've done entire devoted entire pages uh, so that they can continue to blog. We can do that for you too. Just email us at yourgamesource.com, uh, at yahoo.com. And you know how uh, easy it is to get in. You just gotta ask. If you like games. You just gotta ask, and that's exactly what he said. He he asked about our site. I told him look at it. He said awesome. Uh, and he's like, you know what? You guys have room for another person. I'm saying, I told him we have room for plenty of more people. We do so, absolutely, and uh, uh, even just to join us on the podcast as well. If you don't feel like writing uh, or sending material, and you just want to blab like uh, like I do and hear the sound of your own voice, like unfortunately, like I do. <laughs> Just just give us a buzz at uh, yourgamesource at yahoo.com and definitely you can join us on the podcast. And you can take part in one of our annual rituals, which is to pick on Nick uh, nice. when he's here, uh, SOS Rage, our it's editor in chief. Like it's more of a bi weekly ritual. This is more like an all the time ritual. <laughs> This is true. This is true. Um, our beloved editor in chief. Uh, uh, hope to get him on back on the next podcast. But uh, then again, uh, like I said, uh, for Killer X Wolf. Yeah. Sorry, I caught, caught me off guard there. <laughs> Sorry. And also Seventh Valkyrie. Yeah. This is this is Joe. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I just dropped my headset. That's that kind of crashing noise was. And then I think that should mean the end of this podcast. This is Gerald, known as Yes, yes Elvis Lives, uh, signing off. We'll catch you next time right here on Game Source Podcast. Thank you for listening. Later. Good night.